Hi and welcome to the first episode of Why Anime podcast series. I am your host Smarin and in this episode we'll be discussing about the philosophical aspect of anime. Hope you enjoy. It's like an intro you just want to you just saying who I am and stuff like that. Yeah, so just tell me a little bit about yourself. What's your background and Um okay, so uh my name is Max. I am a 19-year-old um university student studying mm-hmm at the um, Macquarie University studying a double degree a bachelor's of science in secondary education majoring in biology um, and my hobbies I like to play games stream uh, make music listen to music pretty much everything but that also includes uh, watching anime and reading manga I roughly started watching anime back oh, I think the first time I watched an anime was back when I was like kids so like four or something i didn't know what it was oh, back that then. early yeah not a big but i didn't know what it was i thought it was just cartoons right. on the screen uh, later looking back i realized i was watching a really popular anime series just by accident um dragon ball and then ever since i was a kid i've always had the fascination with animation mm-hmm. and then that evolved into me liking anime as a medium and uh, just something that I can immerse myself in and have fun with and really enjoy because, uh, yeah, it's just anime is a lot of fun if you give it a try. I know. Um, that's nice. So did, was there any, like, gap in between? Because for me, I started watching Doraemon, and Doraemon. I thought it was yeah. cartoon as well, like, you know, yeah. Chin Chan Doraemon? Yeah. And then there was a huge gap because I didn't know what anime was. And then I think when I was, again, 12, 13, I, I went yeah, back I, to it and I was like, whoa, okay. I had something similar. So back when I was a kid, I mentioned earlier I was actually watching the early episodes of OG Dragon Ball. Right. Back when I was a kid, but I also watched Pokemon, which is obviously an anime, yeah. but I thought of it as a cartoon. Exactly. Everyone makes a mistake, yeah. right? Beyblade too. Yeah, yeah, Beyblade as well. And then um, my mu- my mom would when we went on like road trips, we back when we had the cars with the screens in the back of the mm-hmm, seats, mm-hmm. Uh, she would get she got a Ponyo DVD. Uh, Ponyo's a um, an anime film made by Studio Ghibli. Right. Okay. Like uh, mm-hmm. my neighbor, people made uh, Princess Mon- Mononoke, um, like uh, my neighbor Totoro, Spirited Away, all that. Yeah. 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 So uh, I watched that for a bit, but then there was a part of my life where it was more. I guess I didn't really watch like TV or anything. It was mainly mm-hmm. just me playing games, and then I actually watched more Western cartoons. So, like mm-hmm. I watched Avatar. Uh, Adventure Time, that kind of stuff. Right. And then back, similar time, when I was like 12, 13, I rediscovered anime through watching clips of Naruto on YouTube. Right. I, one of my f- earliest memories of watching an anime as like a, like a young, like a teen, like a tween, mm-hmm. is me actually watching the Naruto versus Pain fight uh, on oh, YouTube yeah. clips. And right. I thought that was so during cool. During the invasion? Mm-hmm. Yeah, during the invasion. Yeah, that's it. Um, so then eventually that uh, from that I just started watching like one-off episodes and I actually found ways to properly watch anime and then that fully evolved into me like now really loving anime as well um, I mean to be fair nowadays I actually more read the comics the manga mm-hmm. more than the anime mm-hmm. just because like it's more up-to-date more new and that kind of stuff and also it doesn't require your 100% attention you can read it while doing something right. your anime if you don't like fully understand it like um, it 
you can't just have it on the background unless you have it dubbed or something. Yeah. I studied Japanese for a bit for like um, six years, That's so nice. I can I can still understand it, but I just prefer to like sit down, read manga. It I can get through the same amount of content in like half the time. So you don't read the translated version. You can actually read the. I Japanese. can read. I do tend to wait for the translations just for a better thing. But yeah. if I'm really impatient, I can read the um, originals uh, like manga. I have a few. Uh, manga at my at home that are just in Japanese. Right. So, um, so did anime kind of like get you into learning Japanese, or was it just like a separate thing? It's kind of a separate thing, cause like um, back in high school, we mm-hmm. had to learn. Uh, we had to do a language in like year seven, which is um, I think that's grade seven for Americans mm-hmm. as well. Like when you're on thirteen, mm-hmm. uh, you had to learn. Uh, you had to take a language class. Initially, um, in that first year, we all had to learn Latin. But then, mm-hmm. after that, the next year, year eight, we um, we had to learn. Uh, we had to pick a language. And at my school, that you could pick like either French, German, Chinese slash Mandarin, or Japanese. So I was like, okay, I don't want to do another English or mm-hmm. like a Roman. Yeah, that's a, Ro- a another yeah. Roman language. So I decided. Hey, let's do Japanese because I felt like, um, well, obviously I already knew that Chinese is one of the, sorry, Mandarin is one of the hardest languages you could learn due to its complex alphabet, uh, mm-hmm. complex uh, character system, and also the tonal inflections when you have to speak. Right. Um, so I was like, you know what? Let's go with the simpler one. Let's go with Japanese. And then I did that, and I really grew to love the subject, and did it all the way until year twelve. So lost two years ago. <laughs> Right. Back when I finished high school. That's nice. I mean, if you already know Japanese, Mandarin's kind of easy to learn. I know Mandarin. Yeah. Yeah. No. When you yeah, when you learn one, it's kind of similar with other languages. Like, mm-hmm. um, if you learn Japanese, um, the kanji in Japanese, mm-hmm. which is the symbols, mm-hmm. are Chinese symbols. Right. They're, yeah. this, they're pretty much all the same, so you can make that direct mm-hmm. uh, correlation. Same thing for Mandarin learning Jap- uh, Japanese. Yeah. It would be w- super easy for you to learn kanji, but you would have to take a little bit of time learning the hiragana and katakana, which are like the alphabets. Right. Okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I, I guess, like, I guess anime, because at that point I kind of had an idea of what anime was, and I was like, mm-hmm. eh, you know what, if I, if I learn this, I might be able to learn more about anime, or might be able to understand it better, and it kind of did help. Well, now I can, like, just listen to it without needing direct so translation, but... Right. So, w- like, when you started watching anime, mm. it kind of, like, you know, it would have created some sort of impression on Japan and Japanese culture. And how different or similar was that when you actually learned Japanese? Um. Okay. So, I, I've actually been to Japan. So, I can say from experience, obviously, what anime depicts in Japan mm-hmm. obviously majorly differs depending on the show. Some right. shows are very unrealistic yeah, yeah. they're very if you over take it out and tighten that's like completely yeah. different oh, oh, oh yeah no but yeah. yeah but like I'm I'm saying like series even like um, oh what's it called uh, Noragami which is like mm-hmm. um, which is like this kind of fantasy but it's set in like a modern day Tokyo right. that kind of stuff like even new stuff like Chainsaw Man it's kind of got that minus the whole the devil shit right mm-hmm. but it's like kind of over dramatized because that's kind of what anime is it has a lot of some anime tend to be over dramatized to make yeah. um, these characters seem more than life like mm-hmm. like uh, to make them a personality but then 
um, occasionally anime, some anime come along. Them usually like the um, the slice of life shows, like the romance ones, where they actually depict like pr- the life in Japan pretty realistically. Right. Like I can say, because I I did an exchange there for a month. Mm-hmm. I can say from my limited experience. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm not gonna say mm-hmm. a bit, act like I lived I there for a while. Um, it obviously uh, depicts kind of the similar lifestyle of like um, just like a life in Japan. I it like anime obviously sent, kind of give me some expectations. Mm-hmm which obviously aren't even remotely true for Japan, but um, overall it kind of helped me get like a little bit of a grasp on it. I'm, right. Now I'm not saying go watch, if you want to learn what the Japanese yeah, living yeah, experience is, yeah. don't, yeah, don't uh, like go watch anime and you'll learn everything. Absolutely not. <laughs> but it kind of helps. I don't know. Just a, ti- just a tad. Just a tiny bit, really. Right. So like you said you were in Japan for a month? Yeah. Was it in Tokyo or? Um, I stayed in Tokyo for a week and then I went to uh, Nagoya for three weeks mm-hmm. living with a host family. And um, yeah, so I got to have like a like a, a semi-genuine experience where it's like I woke up, I went to school mm-hmm. uh, with with my exchange by sand school, went out afterwards, uh, came home by the trains, the daily commutes, all that, like the lunches, everything I kind of got to experience. I kind of got to live as like a Japanese um, high school student mm-hmm. for three for three weeks, and it was actually really nice. Um, it was an, it was a good change of pace. It made me really see the differences between how the West or like European kind of countries, mm-hmm. like like Australia, um, a very a, a different to Japan that sense mm-hmm. very much very so. culturally oriented like yeah. Japan yeah yeah so did any anime like bother you like mentally ever when you say mentally bother I are you talking like like I had a negative impact did it make me question something like that or it could be anyway you can explore like multiple aspects of it but, you know, right well a lot of anime kind of had that mm-hmm. thought like every once in a while like the anime that just kind of show you this like different perspective that other people have on the world mm-hmm. and that can be interesting really interesting um especially though like i think when i say when you say bother like usually it's characters and like the nuances and characters mm-hmm. that really like make me like think about them and the more like nuanced or the more kind of a character makes my me think right, actually me makes me example. like more um so there's a series it's actually on netflix the season mm-hmm. two actually just came out but when i back when i read the manga of um the series shumatsu no valkyrie or otherwise known as record of ragnarok okay um quick tldr of this series basically uh the gods want to wipe out humanity but the only way they could do it is through this tournament it's a uh, 13 gods go against um, 13 humans one on one in separate rounds in the fourth round we are introduced one of um, humanity's representatives is Jack the Ripper on the second season oh uh, yeah it's actually in the second season yeah, yes. that's the yeah Jack the Ripper and with um, that series obviously with a character like Jack the Ripper mm-hmm. obviously notoriously he is thought of as this sick twisted kind of 
um, He's a killer. 19th century yeah, 19th serial, serial killer. Serial yeah, 19th century serial killer, right? Yeah. So you wouldn't really, you would think like, oh, he's just like some bastard or something. But the series record of Ragnarok actually, it, it bothered me because it made me feel bad for right. Jack the Ripper. Because the story they gave him in that story, in, in that series, is that he's kind of like this poor boy who got absolutely, are we allowed? Oh, no profanity. No profanity. Mm. He absolutely got messed up by life at every right. turn. And that eventually just left him to kind of, s- well, not snap, but kind of twist himself into this killer. Because mm-hmm. what he thinks he's doing is actually like helping people, making people, like, look, in his words, make people look the most beautiful they can right as they die. Right. Leaving with no regrets and that kind of stuff. When really it's just him murdering. But it's like throughout throughout the stage of his fight, we get to see, we get to look more and more into his character and how mm-hmm. even though he did these horrible things to him this whole time he feels like he's doing something good for people right. like he's honoring them with how how he does how he goes around killing them he has like this gentleman's code all that which is something you wouldn't expect from jack the ripper especially from other media depictions of jack the ripper where he's just this mindless killer who just kind of right. killed five women and then just uh, just disappeared like and and stuff like that really makes me like, I guess that could be bothering, but I like to think about like how the, how he's so nuanced and how he's so different mm-hmm. compared to like every other depiction of that character. It's like a, take a peek into his mental space. Yeah, I, lo- yeah, I yeah. love it when, um, I love usually when characters get backstories that kind of make you, like you see them before the backstory, mm-hmm. and then when after you see the backstory, you see the character in a completely different way. Right. I l- I really like it when. Um, and animes specifically do that with a lot of characters. Right, yeah. Whether it's much. to build sympathy, to build the fear or dread in them, to make them seem more heroic, mm-hmm. or just give them trauma, which is half the time, but still. Right. That's something I really do appreciate about anime. And yeah, since we're on the topic of Record, record of Ragnarok, um, mm. I don't know if you know this Record of Ragnarok is banned in India. It is, yes, because of its depiction of Shiva. Yes, exactly. Uh, I obviously can't speak on that. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just trying to like understand like, is it is it um, okay to like take things personally? Like if if you feel if somebody wants to feel personally offended by an anime, I feel like okay because it's it's talking about a very sensitive topic as religion. Of of yeah, obviously with um record of Ragnarok, it's all about like the different pantheons and different belief systems. Like they have Mm -hmm. the Buddha. In that right. Jesus is in there, Zeus, Adam, Zeus, Adam, and then obviously you get to the topic Thor. of Shiva, right? And like um, with Shiva specifically, obviously, um, I believe now correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. In in India, he, he is like shown as like this benevolent kind of destroyer god, um, and he's not like yeah. So there are three main gods. Yeah, just a little quick recap of Hindu. I'm Hindu. Yeah, of course, please. Yeah. Um, three main gods. See creator, the protector, yeah. and the destroyer. Yeah. So the whole Hindu ideology is about life is a cycle. Mm. So every beginning has to have an ending. Yeah, of course. And every ending yeah. has to have a beginning. beginning. So Shiva, even though he is the destroyer, like it's not how it sounds like. Yeah, no, he's not like he's not like some evil tyrant yeah, or anything. Yeah, pretty much. And I personally mm-hmm. am not going to make comments of whether what mm-hmm, Ragnarok mm-hmm. did was good or not, okay. but personally, my personal opinion, I mm-hmm. don't feel like they gave they dishonored Shiva right. in the way of his character. He's not some evil, destructive lunatic. He actually has like 
he's very kind he's very kind towards the especially the other indian uh, hindu gods mm-hmm. in the pantheon he thinks about them he cares about them he fights for them mm-hmm. and i do, i don't feel like he's a bad character he's a f- he's really fun to watch he is right, yeah. very joy he's very joyous he's mm-hmm. he's fun um obviously if that's offensive to no. Hind- hinduism there's a safe space don't uh, no 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 i'm i'm just saying like in general for right. for the um, general Hindu viewing. If mm-hmm. you find the depiction of him and his, because in his backstory, he also you also get to meet a bunch of other mm-hmm. um, Hindu gods like Rudra, um, Indra, uh, Vishnu, right. Ganesh. Yeah, Ganesh, yeah. Ganesh. If any of them are not for, or like, are, are in an accurate or maybe even offensive uh, taking to a somebody mm-hmm. who believes in Hinduism, obviously that is. Um, it's okay for you to. Um, feel a bit upset by that because obviously it's a misinterpretation of a culture but mm-hmm. I personally don't feel like it's done in for the sake of like they're trying to pick on it they're yeah, just yeah. doing their own take mm-hmm. and I feel like that's a good thing because I feel like they have the artistic liberty to do that obviously it becomes a it's different depending on the religion mm-hmm. I know like Christians they're fine with like Jesus getting put into stuff but then you go to muslim and if you see allah depicted in any way that's mm-hmm. a book that that is um absolutely unacceptable yeah by no means that's mm-hmm. why nobody even dares to try and depict him right yeah that's but that's yeah. the funny thing you know um people from different countries have different viewings on it yeah so if you take i don't know if you've watched this anime called helsing helsing ultimate yeah yeah with halakot yeah yeah so that that's basically like the church versus the Nazi. Yeah, yeah, pretty it's, it's, much it's with like fantasy elements and the vampire and everything. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's the church versus uh, uh, Nazis. And um, me personally, I am uh, part German, right. so I, oh, I was actually born in Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't live there for too long, but I do kind of have that background in German culture. Mm-hmm. And that's something with anime. Usually, when uh, they depict Germany, it's usually it's not Nazis. Yeah, At this point, though, I I know they don't do it because they think Germany is shit it's because Nazis are such a big part of German's history that you kind of just have to deal with Mm -hmm. and like yeah okay they're using Nazis again that's fine obviously but but I think in their defense obviously there's a difference there's a major difference Uh, in their defense it's in the it's set in that time period yeah 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 so it's I set in the time it's in the time period of the nazis like yeah like hell even series like um judge's bizarre adventure mm-hmm. they use nazis in yeah too. pretty much right um so i feel like if it's within the time frame like yeah they can they can use it i mm-hmm. don't feel like it's inappropriate right unless you're trying to be like a pg uh pg series but anime nowadays are very rarely like stick to pg they usually go into like mm. Um, like nuances and like heavy topics and hell that's even starting to leak into um, western filmmaking the new Puss in Boots movie I went and saw that mm-hmm. that has some really like deep um, meanings and like it tackles the issue of like struggling with your mortality it, it covers um, str- like PTSD mm-hmm. in people It like literally there's a scene where Puss has a panic attack right and it's literally just like and it's actually pretty accurate it's him running you can only hear his heart beating everything is mu- muffled out mm-hmm. you can hear his deep breaths like his quick breathing and it's like actually very scary well not very scary but like i assume for a kid that'd be kind of yeah like much but like still uh i feel like anime is also impacting like 
the way the entire like um like film industry as well like does that things like especially in terms of animation because mm -hmm. um the thing with uh with anime is that some of those films are some of the productions that anime make like mm -hmm. they they might seem that's one thing i could definitely say for anime is that don't judge an anime strictly by like the cover because right. a show could look really kitty and stuff but then it can go into some really like deep themes and dark and dark turns yeah um there was this anime I forgot the name but there were these two brothers and they would go and it would just all go around it starts off like these two little kids taking on a trip and then it just goes berserk like Made too much gore too much made in abyss i think so made in abyss like yeah it, like the characters look very kitty but it goes into some very gruesome stuff right it's and even like sword art online sao yeah um yeah. that too definitely like one of the best examples i can think of not judging an anime by its cover is this show that came out late 2021 Mm -hmm. and continued into 2022 um ranking of kings or summer ranking okay. it looks like it's a um based off of all the visuals you think it's like a kid show mm -hmm. when in actuality it's actually like very mature it's a very well-written story it's actually quite amazing in pretty much every aspect it was my favorite anime from 2021 and possibly from this year as from last year as well 2022 mm -hmm. i definitely would recommend watching that but um yeah, it's like, that's the thing with anime. You can never take anything at, like, face value. Yeah. You always have to, like, give it a shot before you can be like, oh, yeah, that's definitely what it's about. Another great example, Promised Neverland. Promised Neverland, obviously, yeah. That was, yeah. First episode. Literally yeah. the first episode, you think uh, it's like, uh, like watching these kids at, like, an right. orphanage and then just demons, I think it was. Demons and monsters. I've, I forget. Yeah. I, like they eat kids for yeah. anyone. Yeah, they 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 literally go and they start eating. They they basically use the orphanage as like a a harvesting center mm -hmm. so they could feed the monsters, the children, which mm -hmm. is. But I never happened to watch the second season yet. I heard it's not as good as the first one. So I I literally watched the first episode and then I'm like, yeah, okay, this isn't really my type of show. I mean, right. I I'm not saying I don't like the gruesome shit like shows mm -hmm. and stuff gruesome series hell i i read berserk right yeah that's yeah. yeah like come on but um yeah i know it just didn't do it for me i didn't feel as good uh, like watching it which is mm -hmm. always something it didn't feel like it was worth my time <laughs> <laughs> um so like is is anime kind of like your escape from reality or can do you like kind of juxtapose both i i kind of view anime more it's entertainment for me like right. I, I, w mm -hmm. I don't want it to escape. I use it to look at what other people have created and like appreciate their mm -hmm. work. Like looking mm -hmm. at an art piece, right? Because right. that's that's actually what anime can be. It's an art form. It's a way mm -hmm. of expressing someone's ideas and philosophies, and um, they have there is joy that hard work and effort put into it. And I like to sit there and I like to appreciate all the hard work that was put in and just right. enjoy it mm -hmm. for what it is. Um, obviously there is a little bit of escapism because you get like pulled into and immersed into these fictional exactly. worlds and they, they pull you in and you yeah. do a great job at yeah. it what? yeah and then you just start enjoying it mm -hmm. a lot so in that sense it is a little bit of escapism but I personally just like like to appreciate it. I like to view it and I like to um, just uh, 
enjoy it mm -hmm. as it is. Like I, I, I still remember that I'm in my reality. I'm in right. the real world. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, I do more to enjoy. See. Enjoy it. Video games are like my escapism. Right. Mm -hmm. But yeah, even video games these days are tend to be very realistic. Oh, Last yeah. of Us. Yeah, yeah, Last of Us. Um, I'm sorry, do you play console or? You I play console. Well, I mainly play PC. Right. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I can definitely say video games are also getting a lot more realistic. But that's right. good. I uh, that's it's nice. It's I think it's um, me, like personally speaking, um, I would when I'm interacting with the visual medium, like you know, movies or anime yeah. or such, I would like to, you know, escape my. Like, you know, forget current the current problems yeah, and life yeah. that I have to, like, kind of view into a whole... Because yeah. if, if I watch something, if it reminds me of something that is yeah. going on with my life, yeah. for me, it kind of, like, I'm trying to forget and I'm trying to have a nice time. It kind of reminds uh, me yeah. back to it. You yeah. know, there's also that. Definitely, though. That that just happens with anime as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that it, it, is, it is a form of escapism. Like, obviously, when you're saying they're watching a show, you kind of just forget everything right, around you. Right, But, yeah... Um, yeah, yeah, it really is just escapism down mm -hmm. to its core. Mm -hmm. But then also, like, you should really try to appreciate the um, the work that's put in. That's what I really like to do. Like when I see a when I see a nicely animated like a sequence, I'm mm -hmm. just like, oh yeah, that the, the animator must have put in a lot of work exactly. for that. One Punch gives, Man. Oh, One Punch Man. Yeah, like One Piece. The the recent mm -hmm. episodes, oh, right. the animation has been really, really good. Mm -hmm. um, same same goes for the directors and and of course the voice actors um, yeah they voice actors are put mm -hmm. so much work special and they, mention and they to them yeah they are what kind of helps make anime anime because because mm -hmm. all of a sudden it's not you like when you read a manga you obviously imagine your own right. voices for the characters mm -hmm. but then when you get an anime one of the big things is that you don't have to do that imagining anymore because somebody is out there exactly. making those words yeah. come to life and voice acting can definitely make or break an anime definitely a hundred percent so voice and actors are so crucial yeah and now. most of the you know protagonist boys are actually female than male mm. yeah like for oh, yeah, goku no, uh, goku um goku luffy and naruto are all voiced by females yeah so that's that's interesting too um so was there any like in terms of anime has have you ever felt like you know art um or no life depicts art like have you ever seen like an instance where you know something happened in real life or something that you watched in the news and that kind of like translated into something that you already saw in anime oh right so like w if i've seen something in real life that reminds me of an anime i guess like an example mm -hmm. would be like when covid came out because mm -hmm. obviously there are so many uh, both series, both anime and non-anime, like in Western, that uh, that depict like um, a life where there's this a world where there's this like virus or something that has forced everyone to change mm -hmm. the way of life mm -hmm. and living, and obviously there are different ways to combat it. If I had to think specifically of a um, of an anime, the first thing that comes to mind is Fire Force, right? Like and how they have the infernals, like their life is completely changed because they have to deal with this spontaneous human combustion mm -hmm. and um they've had to change their way of living to help combat that they develop like these uh, like these firefighting agencies that are special especially mm -hmm. to, to deal with them mm -hmm. which we kind of had to do with like vaccines social distancing all that and face masks 
So, yeah, I get that there definitely have been instances where I've, like, seen, like, something happen in real life and it made me think of, like, an anime. Mm -hmm. But also vice versa, like, something that I see in an anime that reminds me of something that happened in real life. Right. Like, and I feel like when an anime does that and when I can make that connection, it honestly makes me feel more attached to the show. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, Like, realism and animation don't be understated because... um, anime can come across as very cartoony and otherworldly and completely like um detached from reality but mm-hmm. then even the most bizarre bizarre cartoony like comical or any type of show can instantly flip its head and then hit you with something hit you with heavy realism right that can kind of like make you attach to that show right and like this is something this is like a pattern that you see in anime um, so no matter how crazy the show is, the characters you'll be able to relate to them in some level. Mm. The, the creators make sure you know that happens. Yeah, obviously, um, that's what can make a character popular is if mm. you help um, relate to them. Mm. <laughs> a very funny right. uh, instance recently is obviously Denji from Chainsaw Man mm-hmm. again. Uh, that he has such simple motive motives for right. what he wants to do, so a lot of people instantly related to him. How he's kind of just a dumb idiot who mm-hmm. just does whatever's on his mind and like doesn't really think too far ahead. So a lot of people connected right. with him mm-hmm. in in that regard. Yeah. Right. So has has any anime like challenged your ideology or your perspective on the world? Made you think about the other side? Um, there are series out there that uh, that really do very well depict instances in life um in terms of making me feel like challenge my world of view mm-hmm. I guess obviously there are a lot of I'm personally not like non-religious I'm right. an atheist but I do really appreciate when I see like a realistic mm-hmm. depiction of like a religion in a series because it makes me think oh it makes me understand like okay I understand why these people are following this um this religion, I can see it's got like such an Im- deep embed on themselves and their culture and who they are as a person that they follow, mm-hmm. uh, that they continue to follow because it's a part of them. Uh, a series that kind of showed me that was Fire Force because right. um, they believe in like the sun god and then like they every time they have to deal with one of the infernals, they have to pray to them, but they also just dedicate every bit of their lives to that sun god and I can kind of see that as like a depiction of Christianity mm-hmm. in itself and like it it does like a semi-realistic undertaking of how a relig- how religion affects people and how religion kind of um, shapes who a person is and how right. they can how somebody can completely devote themselves to a figure that they've never seen or met like that kind of stuff like that for me is something is why I kind of don't get religion because like i'm very much a i need to see it to believe it type guy okay <laughs> so yeah. like i don't know if there's a higher power but i haven't seen like i i don't know if there is like very well could be but i haven't seen it so i personally don't mm-hmm. like fully I believe understand. in it i can't dedicate myself to it I understand. yeah but um series like five force where they depict that like religion uh, like when they depict religion in that way it definitely makes me um like think like and I kind of understand the other side of people who are religious and who would fully dedicate themselves to that religion that they um, believe in 
So by fully dedicated, what do you mean by that? Well, um, stay faithful to the religion, like follow its rule, follow its rules, um, like kind of dedicate yourself to it, like dedicate to follow the practices and the teachings of that religion. Like you know those radical extremists, like hardcore yeah. religious yeah. people. Yeah, a little bit. But even then, like the the non like extremists, like like for example for Christians, going to church every every mm-hmm. Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, never saying the Lord's name in vain um, keeping yourself as like a trying to be the best person you can be f- in God's eyes mm-hmm. and then even stuff like Muslim where they have more more rules like obviously um, no alcohol no pork it has mm-hmm. to be halal meaning mm-hmm. it has to be ki- uh, that animal has to be killed in a specific way that right. appeases their uh, that appeases that, that Allah Mm-hmm. Like kind of like, that's what I mean by dedicated. Like dedicating themselves in, in that practices for that religion, right? Because it's something they truly believe in, and they believe is a part of them, right? That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, what, 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 you know, if you can just like brainstorm, probably, what do you think the future of anime is going to be like? Future of anime, right? Um. Okay. Well, firstly. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say from like a visual standpoint, mm-hmm. I feel like the standard for animation is is rapidly increasing with studios like Map, Studio right. Mappa around producing and like uh, Studio U Photobol producing these really high quality mm-hmm. animations in their shows, and even other companies like Toei are also doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the standard for animation is already getting a lot higher because right. now an anime that nowadays we think oh the animation's like mid or like medium like it's not really amazing back a couple of years ago it could be like really really good animation right right mm-hmm. and and I feel like how we might even get to a point where some of the animation that we think is phenomenal right. might might not even be like the best animation out there Mm-hmm. Uh, in later years um, on top of that I feel like there is also going to be a need for like the need for the stories to be a lot more like they need to be better They can't. you can't just like throw some half-assed st- uh, story together mm-hmm. it needs to have like depth like interesting characters interesting mm-hmm. themes it needs to be able to suck the person of viewer in to make them really immerse right. himself and enjoy the show obviously there are trends like um in the recent years isekai mm-hmm. um which is for those who don't know it's basically an anime genre uh subgenre of anime that uh, depicts somebody going to another world and living life in another world obviously mm-hmm. that genre in the last six years has suddenly emerged and then just swept and mm-hmm. now like now there's like like 10 like new isekais every every season so i can definitely see a um a new like i could definitely see like um trends like that popping up and like taking over and then subsiding Mm. and then that constantly keeping on happening within the medium Mm. so i mean i just i've seen uh seen some memes but i'm not sure how true is it it is these are just funny memes um that they talk about how the map animators are like exhausted oh and they don't see their family at all and everything (laughs) i mean map studio mappa the reason that there are memes like that Mm -hmm. is 
I think something came out about the staff being slightly underpaid for what they're doing. I think. I can't fully remember. I'm not going to mm-hmm. dive in on it. But what it mainly is is that MAPPA keeps on producing these really high-quality shows. Right. Like, you look at MAPPA. They're the ones who did Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, they did... Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. They've done, um, most recently, Chainsaw Man. And now they've picked up... It, and, but the thing is, they just keep on picking up more shows. Yeah, I think like they're they doing Vinland Saga. They're doing Vinland Saga. Uh, they picked up One Punch Man mm. for Season 3. Um, so now they're having all these animes. And one animation studio churning out these really high-quality animation um, projects. Mm. And it's just... They only have... a like some some much stuff right yeah right so they mm-hmm. they definitely think that the animators are getting overworked that's like the meme is that mapper mm-hmm. animators are overworked to all ha- hell right but do you really think that all animators are actually japanese or oh absolutely no 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 by no means um uh animators from all over the world go to work on anime it's not specifically japanese people um right. i know in one piece mm-hmm. um in one of the recent episodes I think it was an Australian animator did uh, a few sequences in it, and like did what's probably like the the big shot of the of the episode that was of that episode. Right. It was a very well animated, very fluid, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, yeah, like he that he's not Japanese, but he still worked on one of the biggest right. anime out there. I would definitely say at this point, anime is not exclusive to being produced by Japanese people. It can be produced by English people, uh, or like, like uh, anyone, anyone from anywhere, as long as they have the passion for it. Um, and mangakas, and, and mangakas. Um, like, are you saying is that okay even with mangaka or just animators in general? I think, I think, um, anyone can make a manga or anime. I, I like. I don't think it's restricted. Uh, oh no, it's not about restriction. It's no. about yeah. the originality. I, I, uh, the originality of it. Okay, that's a bit. Uh, um, that's that's a bit of a different topic. But it's um, like you know. No, like um. Having spaghetti here and having spaghetti in Italy. Yeah, yeah. Like ob- obviously, I think like Japanese mangas can produce high quality stories. Mm-hmm. But that's not saying that. Um, and they might feel more authentic, but that doesn't mean that. Um, that are what what are they called? Um, sorry, foreign mangakas or foreign producers mm-hmm. can't make very right. high quality stuff. Mm-hmm. One of the one of the most revered and most loved anime from last year was um, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Right, it came out on Netflix. That was made by a mostly uh, partially American team. Mm-hmm. Like I th- I'd say it was like majority Amer- American Americans and um, other cultures. It w- like. Japanese were not the majority. Yeah. yeah, and also the story was written by, obviously, um, uh, I think Americans as well, mm-hmm. because of the original uh, cyberpunk story, because cyberpunk started, it's initially a video game. Yeah. So I and would definitely... Project defi- Red. Project Red, yeah. 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 Um, I would definitely, yeah, say that um, anim- anime and manga aren't fully restricted. To Japanese people, and I can, s- and I'd say foreign producers and mangakas can make really high quality stuff and really amazing stuff. Obviously, people might might want the authenticity of oh, I want it written by a Japanese mangaka and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But 
I feel like if they put the heart and the soul into it and they make something that is honestly enjoyable, I feel like anyone should should be able to appreciate um, that work, regardless if they are, a, uh, regardless if they're Japanese or not. Stan, so what do you think? Like, what makes anime anime? Like, for an animation to be classified as anime, what's what's the criteria? Okay, so initially. Um, anime is commonly defined as just ja- uh, Japanese animation right. but I feel like it's more down to it being kind of a style, it being more um, it having more of like a consistent coherent story and like I think it's just mainly the um, the anime style the animation style. So would you consider the Avatar the last hardbender? Oh no, that is, a, that is a cartoon by Owen, t- it was fully it's a really good cartoon, though. Oh, like, yeah. amazing, yeah. bloody phenomenal. Yeah. But um, I that is stated by the creators as a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, it was made by Nickelodeon in right. America fully. Like, I feel like there was no like interaction with Japanese culture even in it as well. In that mm-hmm. sense, like, or, or like no Japanese people worked on it. So I feel like that in that regard, I feel like Avatar is definitely not an anime. I'd say mm-hmm. it's a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Recently, that you've watched, what is it like the best animated anime that you've come across? Best animated anime, like visually. Visually, that's really hard because um, when it comes to animation, there are different there are different ways that an anim- that an animation sequence can be amazing. Mm-hmm. If we're talking like fight sequences, I would definitely recommend you to anything that's from Ufotable. Um, so like the any of the Fate series, mm-hmm. um, Demon Slayer. I, one of the best animated se- uh, fight sequences I've seen mm-hmm. uh, from the last couple of years was um, in season two, Tengen Uzui versus um, uh, one of the demons. I forgot his name, Gutaro. Mm-hmm. That right. that sequence was bloody phenomenal in its animation and choreography. Mm-hmm. But then you can also have like tranquil, like beauty and stuff, like um, animate some of the shots from Violet Evergarden are right. bloody. Yeah phenomenal like they're jaw dropping and how cinematic they feel how how like it's like aesthetically aesthetically yeah know, like it's just so i can't really say this an objective best um, oh yeah it's purely subjective i or i can't say like even then like best best animated anime i can't really even say like that in your opinion that's what i meant yeah in my opinion if we're talking about consistency I mean, I I would still probably go with Demon Slayer or Demon Slayer Mm -hmm. because I feel like that visually is very nice. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the recent episodes of One Piece, though, over like the last year have been phenomenal. Uh, I think it was episode Mm 1000. There's this animated sequence of Luffy doing uh, one of his a really awesome looking attack and it just looks so beautiful in how it's done right. the entire way through there's this whole sequence where it's like all these memories flashing back to him right. and you just see him like jump up in the air and like bring down this massive fist covered in flames and it just looks so cool the impact frames are beautiful it's just so well animated like that would I, I actually yeah no, I'd probably say in recent years One Piece has really stepped up its game and I right. know for a for certain, uh, it's definitely going to pick up even, even more this year, mm-hmm. given the stuff that that it's going to cover from the manga. 
Um, yeah, I, w- I would actually have to say One Piece because usually every single episode has like one standout phenomenal shot. Right. Every something that pops up in my mind is the f- like the training fight between Saitama and Genos. Oh and yeah, no. Oh my god. One Punch, punch Man. Man. I was like, when I first saw that, I was like, I've never seen anything like this before. And I called my dad, and he never watched that. I mean, so you it's have so to see it. It's so good. Um, yeah, and even then, um, Saitama vs. Borgos, Boros yeah. is an amazingly animated fight. I am very excited for season three. Right. Because yeah. there's a fight that's coming up. I'm not going to say if you haven't read, I haven't the, manga, read the manga. Yeah. Then I won't say. But it is like. It absolutely broke the internet when it came out in the manga last year. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited for it to be, like, animated. Right. And then if we're talking, like, that stuff, like, movies. If you want to, like, watch, like, usually mm-hmm. movies have really high budget into them. And they're condensed. Right. So mm-hmm. usually they have really good animation. Yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Jujutsu Kaisen Zero came out. It was amazing. Mugen Train for Demon right. Slayer was mm-hmm. phenomenal. Um the Dragon Ball movies actually um, um, both Broly? B- Broly Broly's animation was top tier exactly. beautiful was, yeah. and even Superhero they did um, it was a completely 3D film but mm-hmm. it was still very well animated some of the best 3D animation I've seen to date mm-hmm. um, and then you've got other stuff like um, One Piece Film Red that came out last year which was also a really beautiful beautifully animated mm-hmm. um, movie as well and it definitely has like its moments that like you could tell where the budget is, exactly. <laughs> where they put yeah. all the money into. <laughs> um, so one like an unpopular opinion of mine, but um, one of the best animated series that I uh, animes that I've seen is Kengen Ashura. Kengen Ashura. Because so the whole the whole anime is about martial arts. Yeah, and martial arts. And martial arts fighting. Yeah. So the way they animated that. You could literally the choreography. see, yeah, each move clearly, where it hits, how they hit it, where's the point of contact and everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm someone who practices martial arts, so I could yeah. see that, and I was like blown away. Because if you take Dragon Ball, yeah, obviously they have, really like, the, they have like, like the the flipping around yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Obviously, it's more like like the visual flair of like what they do and how it looks grand and stuff. I definitely that's why actually I really like. Obviously, this doesn't have style animation, but mm-hmm. um, OG Dragon Ball back uh, when they were doing like the um, the tournaments, like the Tenkai Budi, the World Tournaments, the Tenkai Bu- mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Tenkai Bunoichi. Right. It's like you can just see it's just martial arts. Right. It's like right. them. It's not like too many like special mm-hmm. powers and stuff. It's just really nicely animated choreography. You can see them like trading blows, like how you mentioned King mm-hmm. King Ganashiro. It's very similar to that, where it's just, it's it's like, it's an appreciation for martial arts. Right. Then obviously yeah. Dragon Ball gets. And King Onoshiro was um, made, or like the story is written by martial artists. Mm. So. Yeah, no, uh, King Onoshiro has some really, really good um, fight choreography. Yeah. In terms of that regard. In terms of like, from a martial arts mm-hmm. spe- perspective, it's mm-hmm. really nice. Right. Final question. Top five anime that you would recommend to people? That I would recommend to people. Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, that I would recommend to somebody. So, something that is. Listen, the meme answer is my favorite anime, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but obviously that is like really weird. It's, no, it's it, it, Jotaro well, Kujo is the most badass character ever <laughs> in the history of anime. Oh, yeah, no, he's so cool. <laughs> but like, obviously, like, 
there's a lot of weird stuff in Judge's Bizarre Adventure. That's why yeah. it's bizarre. Like exactly. you see, you see, like um, oh God, I'm trying to explain it makes it sound like it's some loony stuff. Like you see, like guns coming out of, like literally somebody opens like a, a folded sheet of paper and a gun literally points out, right, <laughs> so right, right. shoots him point blank. In in Diamond Unbreakable. Diamond is unbreakable. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Um, you have people. You have a sequence in Part Five where where Stone one Ocean. of the cat. Um, it's uh, Golden Wind. Oh, Golden Wind. Okay. Golden Wind. That's right. Part Five. Part Six is Stone Ocean. Right. But, uh, in um, you have a sequence of some of Bruno licking the protagonist's face, like the sweat off his face, and tell and somehow mm-hmm. by tasting his sweat, he's able to tell that he is a liar. Right. Uh, you c- yeah, yeah. I know. That was scene. yeah. That was a bit. It's, a, it's a it's a great meme scene. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, Jojo, and then part two, you have robot Nazis and, yeah, and ancient Aztec. The one thing I remember it was again in the meme, um, in Starless Crusaders yeah. when they're in the cable car. Yes, uh, Emerald Green. He does yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, the cherry <laughs> looking scene. That's 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 iconic as all hell. All right. Um, yeah. Okay, but for new anime fans, what I would recommend. Um, Demon Slayer. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is a very kind of basic series. Like you could get into mm-hmm. it easily. Mm-hmm. It looks very pretty. Right. Um, it's very hyped up. Uh, you can get into it pretty well. Mm-hmm. I definitely recommend that to new people. Um, obviously, it's not just fight anime. There are obviously different types. Right, exactly. Um, for the people who really like um. Like uh, like more slice of like romance type shows, um, Horimiya mm-hmm. is definitely it's like one of the most realistic depictions of love, like of a relationship I've seen in an anime. Right, it's and if there's any like adult content, if you can, I should mention um, that too. Like if the anime that you just told right now, I think if we have any like under eighteen listeners, then we need to give uh, them a heads up it's between two high schools no there isn't any over 18 right. content okay, you right. you won't you trust me in regular anime you won't be finding 18 plus content in terms of that regard you might see gore but that's like the furthest they go yeah. in terms of 18 plus I mean, there's a lot of fan service though. Fa- fa- okay fan service yeah, yeah. <laughs> um Horimiya doesn't have much of that mm-hmm. actually i don't even think it does i i can't remember any fan service in Horimiya. Right. um uh, if you want to go into like uh, back to like the more standard type, what everyone thinks of anime, like big flashy power shows, um, Mob Psycho One Hundred. Mm-hmm. That is a phenomenal series that mm-hmm. I personally really, really, really enjoy. Mm-hmm. It's got very nice characters and its animations is top tier at some points. Like especially mm-hmm. in the most recent season, which was the final season, it was oh that was so good oh that's what I should have said for like the one for the series that has like some of the best animation I've seen because it's just amazing um if you're into comedies there was this new series that came out recently it's called Bocchi the Rock Uh, it's Mm -hmm. like about this um this girl these girls who try to make a band but the main protagonist Bocchi has like a lot of um like social anxiety Right. Which they play up for comedy, and it's actually and like the, her reactions and stuff are like really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually a really good series, and a lot of people love that. It's actually really highly rated. Um, going back to again more standard, I don't even know how many anime I've listed at this point. Obviously, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood 
It's known as one of the best enemies, ever en- enemies of all time, one of the highest rated. Definitely mm-hmm. recommend you go check that because it's such a good series. Um, Violet Evagon, and I actually mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. I would recommend that to new anime watchers as well because it's a um, it's a series that like it's just very nicely paced. It looks pretty and gorgeous, right. and you can kind of get immersed into the story. Um, but the thing is, though, with anime, um, it's all anime are definitely not a one-size-fit-all. You have to look at what you like in medium, what you enjoy, yeah. and then you can definitely find that. That's why whenever I wouldn't say there's like a guaranteed like standard anime that anyone could watch and they'd enjoy and get them into anime, it takes everyone at their own pace. I've gone people into anime, and I had to use di- severely different routes. Like one of my friends, mm-hmm. he's... I got him into anime, but he really likes like kind of the horror stuff. Right. So I instantly, I recommended him to Helsing. He really liked Helsing. He, he's he's now read both Helsing and Berserk, and then he's gradually got accustomed to anime, and now he's moved into more regular anime like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure right. and stuff like that. Uh, another one of my friends is a massive sport head, um, specifically Hi-Q. he. Hi Q. That's actually what I recommended him, mm-hmm. um, and he's also a soccer fan. So I actually recommend to it a new series, Blue Lock. Blue Lock which is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, he, he can bridge. You just got to find your starting point. That's yeah. something about anime. Um, you got to find what you like. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you can find something. And when you find an anime you like, and when you get that connection to anime, then you can start bridging off into um, into different like uh, genres and, and series. And it's really worthwhile. Right. Yeah. Um, and honestly, anime can is definitely worth your time uh, if you give it a shot. I'd say, like, uh, one thing, a series that I will always recommend to people, whether they're new or mm-hmm. new to anime and manga, or they are not, um, or they have been watching it for years, I will always recommend One Piece. I just gotta get this on record, even though it is revered as a super long series. Thousand episodes thousand episodes it's up to 1076 chapters i think right. um it is a series that is absolutely worth your time mm-hmm. i it is really one of the best stories i've ever read period mm-hmm. it's world building the characters the themes it tackles are just so depth and nuanced and, and it's also just so well done that i definitely recommend it to everybody i would absolutely right right Thank you so much, Max. Absolutely no problem. It was a pleasure. Hope you had a good time too. Yeah. This was an interesting conversation. Thank you. Thank you.